Hey, what's happening? You're listening to Tutia Bruja. I'm Bex Carlos. Happy Black History Month. And in case you weren't sure, Black history is American history. Black history is world history. Black history is occult history. I really wanted to take the time and have a discussion about I think it is possible for people to be on their witch journey, learning how to have a spiritual practice that is not colonial or is trying not to be colonial and figuring out what means things to you, right? I do think it's important as we're figuring things out to also pay honor to the people that came before us. It's possible to have this moment of like, aha, this is something I came up with that is uniquely my own. And then it's not, you know, and I think that we can share knowledge and traditions and whatever, but that doesn't mean that we're the ones who created it, right? Like, for example, I had this aha moment because when I was working on my Y2K witch class, I really started to find things that meant a lot to me, different items that really had a significance to me. And one of them was my lava lamp. And I was like, can people do divination by lava lamp? And then I was like, I feel like you could in my brain, like thinking of how I would do it. And then I did a deep dive of what were different things that were suggested. And yes, it does exist. It is it is a form of divination. And after that, you know, and what I do, and you know, you can definitely like try this or, you know, change it up if it doesn't work for you. But with my lava lamp, before I even turn it on, I have a conversation with it and I have a real heart to heart about what my intention is for asking it these questions. And then I turn it on and I let the old girl get warmed up. And then once I notice to start bubbling, I start asking it questions and deciding what, you know, big bubbles are yes, small bubbles are no, you know, something like that. Or sometimes I'll just look at the shape because I don't know if you've noticed this with like lava lamps, they'll bubble and bubble and bubble and bubble and bubble and bubble. And then eventually it's like, The girl's done. She's taken all she can take. It just sort of forms like a figure. So maybe I should wait until it forms a figure. But that's the cool thing about magic is like you can change up your method depending on like what you learn or what you want to try. And life is like that too, right? We are the embodiment of life because we are change itself. And I want to talk about Robert Johnson. If you don't know who Robert Johnson is, Robert Johnson was an American blues musician, and he is a huge figure in hoodoo lore. He was said to have sold his soul at the crossroads to become the best musician of all time. And his peak time period was in 1936 and 1937. And that's when the majority of his songs that are still in existence to this day exist. So there's only 29 songs in existence. And I would recommend because a form of divination by music can't come fancy. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that, right? Uh, One of them for me is to sort of get inspiration and knowledge from music. And we do because songs are a spell. And he was part of the Forever 27 Club, which if you're not familiar, this group, this concept, this idea that people who are very musically inclined and, you know, are really giving into their muse, have that muse essentially overcome them, or maybe the desire to fulfill the muse and they end up dying at the age of 27. And there's been a lot of people who, you know, died at the age of 27. Robert Johnson, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Brian Jones. He was in the Rolling Stones. Those are just like a few. There's obviously lots more. And I was always 
one's really fascinating. Oh, Jim Morrison is another one. When I was 27, I was in Paris and I got to go to, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the cemetery and this is going to bite me, but I will put it in the show notes. But it's where Jim Morrison is buried and Chopin and Edith Piaf and Oscar Wilde, who I absolutely love. And it's one of those things that when you do go to the place of someone who died at the same age that you were at, it gives you this like humbling, oh wow, you know, like you did so much and then you're gone now. You're no longer here. And Robert Johnson is essentially the first rock star. Black people are obviously the influence of why we have rock music and why, you know, because it came and evolved from blues music. You can see parallels to this day of musicians like the White Stripes and Jack White specifically, Black Keys, Andy Sleaze, Emo. We can all thank Robert Johnson. But, you know, I go back and forth, right? Because I do think that the idea of someone selling their soul to the devil sometimes, especially when it's used for people of the global majority, Black people, Indigenous people, what have you, is a way of discrediting their talent or their effort or their work. I do also feel that way at times about Don Zenobio Sousa. And, you know, we talk about that in the episode about tequila, about how I do think that's maybe... You know, it's possible that it was a way of discrediting his talent. Additionally, I do think that cheesement is the way of the people. And maybe there were things that people were aware of that we didn't know. I don't know. But yeah, Robert Johnson is a very fascinating figure. If this has been interesting to you and you want to learn more, I highly suggest checking out Remastered, Devil at the Crossroads. And that's, I believe, on Netflix. It might be available in other places, but that one is really good. It's a pretty short watch. It's 48 minutes, which checks out because he lived a very short life and was very mysterious. You know, there's just a lot that is not known. So I highly recommend it. Additionally, there is a movie that came out in the 80s called Crossroads, not the Britney Spears one, uh, with Ralph Macchio. And that one has a lot of influence as well. I'm also going to include a link to some of his songs. I, you know, advise all of us this month, like always, we should always be doing research on the people that came before us and where a lot of the traditions that we have to this day came from, you know? And so I think that if you are not the most versed in hoodoo, history, lore, tradition, what have you, I think that is a really great place. Additionally, go out there and support witches and creators who are Black and Indigenous and practice hoodoo. One person I highly suggest is Metzgley Wolf. Another one, uh, their name is escaping me right now, but they are on TikTok and Instagram and give a lot of great wisdom. One of the things that I feel like I always take away that I'm like, I need the reminder, thank you, is that you cannot manifest money in a dirty ass house. And it's very true. It's very, very true. So, you know, maybe this is also your reminder. And I get it. Sometimes we don't have the spoons for it. We're tired. We're sad. We're upset. And we can't do it. But try to at least clean one thing. You'll feel better. So something to suggest. And one final note, I really want to thank Leonora and Loretta for having this be a topic that we dove into in depth. I had had some understanding of Robert Johnson, but it is important to thank people who have helped provide wisdom or just even put something on your radar. So shout out to both of them. That was a topic that we covered at the Ritual Craft School 
coven session. They haven't done another one since, which is unfortunate, but shout out. I really enjoyed those courses. Have a good one. Bye y'all. Yeah, yeah.